0: John, which part that you fell asleep to is your favorite? Oh my god, what have I done?
1: Eggs been
2: in a cumbersome.
0: Who the fuck is singing?
1: Yeah, I again,
2: I don't know why I'm defending any of this.
1: Okay, so I was right. Suck it, Zach.
2: I, I will fucking end you. <laughs> oh no,
3: and this is the crazy thing about balls. Like, the more. The more <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 40 of Middle of the Row, the podcast. We'll be 50 before you know it. Woo! This week, we are reviewing the new A24 horror film, Hereditary, starring Tony Collette, Gabriel Byrne, Millie Shapiro, Alex Wolfe. And what's that one lady's name? Anne Dowd shows oh, up there a little Ann bit. Ann Dowd. And uh it is directed by but, uh, Ari Aster. Excuse me, his... you forgot
1: the Australian Shepherd.
0: Oh, the dog. He she barely is in the movie. Don't talk um... about that. <laughs> uh Ari aster directed this. It's his feature debut. And it was quite a good one, I must say. Um, before we get into spoilers, which we think we should probably should pretty quickly so we can talk more openly about this movie, um, let's go around and give some brief thoughts. I'll go quickly since I wrote some things about it which had a partial kind of review in it, but I'm a solid, like, this was pretty good, but I, I think it might be really enhanced by seeing it again. The the, the first two-thirds of the movie are a pretty, uh, tames the wrong word, but not As not very supernatural family drama that I think is exquisitely acted and is harrowing and heart-wrenching. And then when the crazy stuff starts happening, I enjoyed it. But I I, I don't know if I enjoyed the other stuff more, but I left thinking about a lot of the end stuff. So that, again, spoilery. We need to get to it. But um, I am a definitely go see it. But I think there's definitely room for another horror film to jump in there and maybe top this one as my usual entry into my top ten. Somebody always, usually A24, sneaks out, sneaks one of these movies into my top ten. We'll see what happens. Um, a, a rewatch could do that for this movie. But, um, John, what do you think?
3: Um. So I'm going to talk about something kind of completely tangential but it relates and trust me it's gonna relate okay so uh this was actually the 10-year anniversary of my favorite band the gaslight anthems like seminal record the 59 sound and i remember when i first heard this album like way after it originally came out actually i it was like a great mixture of like soul music and uh, punk rock music which the band kind of comes from that genre and like Americana influences like Tom Petty and Bruce Springsteen and I'm not like super well versed in those guys I know a couple of Springsteen songs and a couple of Petty songs but as soon as I heard the 59 sound I immediately was like oh this is kind of like that this is kind of like a throwback to that genre to that style of music but it's kind of put into our time in a way that's palatable and accessible and uh I was reading uh a thought piece about it today, actually, and uh, a lot of, I think, the record uh, executives, when they were trying to, like, describe it, when they were trying to promote it on the radio, they called it, like, a modern classic. And that was my thoughts with this film. Um, It kind of gave me allusions to films, classic horror films that I have never seen, but for whatever reason, I feel like... (laughs) Like, it would, it would fall, like, really well into that camp. Uh, some ones that come to mind are, like, uh, Rosemary's Baby or The Exorcist or, like, Seventh Seal. Like, these horror films that are, like, really slow and deliberate and intentional. But
1: you haven't seen any of them? <laughs> I haven't seen.
3: I've
0: seen, the like parts of them. The Exorcist is not a slow movie.
3: <laughs> is it really?
0: No, it's so good.
3: I feel like I've seen parts of it. Um, but it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah fair enough um and it just it captures like a mood and a setting and so i will
0: i will not give you credit but we'll say that the exorcist is very much about something else until it and then the last third it, it kind of dives headfirst into the crazy stuff um not as much as this one there's definitely supernatural stuff happening throughout the exorcist but it really takes it up a notch um at the end but you don't get credit for that because you don't know
3: No, this is true. Fair enough. Um, But, uh, yeah, I really liked it. I mean, I like this idea that uh, horror films can kind of be about something more than just, like, the big baddie that's chasing down everyone and killing everyone. Um, I like that there can be some depth and some uh, three dimensions To it, Uh, we talked about in our Quiet Place review, sort of how, like, Quiet Place was really just, like, a family drama set in a very specific, uh, thrilling context. And that's kind of the same here. Um, And I also like the fact that, um, I think with this film, more so than any other, like, horror film or mystery film that um, I've seen before, like you are truly in the position or uh, the shoes of the main characters or the protagonists in the sense that you know just as much as go as what's going on as they do, and I think that makes it for that much more of a thrilling experience because as stuff's happening, you have to balance the emotions of watching. Uh, the characters react and how they're dealing with it while you're also trying to process the information and figure out what's going on at the same time and i think that makes for a really compelling uh horror slash thriller film so yeah i i think this will probably be up there in my films honestly for like top 10 of the year maybe top five i get that this is a frustrating movie though and uh It was funny to walk out of the theater and, like, listen to the various people who were just frustrated by the ending. Like, one couple sitting next to me, the wife was like, I'm going to read the book if there's a book. Because I have no idea what just (laughs) happened. And it was just like, oh, well, it wasn't a book. Um, And then a group uh, that was walking out beside me, like, was talking about, like, how they would have changed the ending. Like, I don't know. It's a very frustrating film, but I, I think I give it credit for being that way. Lord
1: um i'm just gonna oh, say oh, also okay. hold on We're, re- sorry anything.
3: the last thing sorry the last thing i want to say though i wish A24 would just put out a horror film that had a happy ending like please just like i've had enough with like this had essentially the same like emotional ending that the witch had when i watched it and that wasn't i would say the no witch way no. has a happy ending yeah. You're an idiot. You're a, you're a moron.
2: But we probably shouldn't. We probably shouldn't be discussing the ending
3: so far, or yet until we jump into spoilers. Fair enough. Fair like enough. Whether... Lauren, I'm really sorry. I just had to say that one part. Go ahead. Mm-hmm.
1: So similar to what I was just about to say, but <laughs> just exemplified in that moment. I'm kind of afraid this podcast is going to go the way of Annihilation, because I kind of have a dissenting opinion on this one, where just, I don't know, I was enjoying it while it went, and then it just started to drag for me. Like, I felt the same way watching this that I did when I was watching Mother. And then, so I like kind of blend this with Mother meets the Others meets a stupid ending from one of the Paranormal Activity films. So like, So I was that person walking out. Where everyone around me was like, That was great, I loved it. And I was like, I don't know what you watched, but I was not impressed. Really interesting.
3: Yeah.
1: Like I mean I enjoyed it and I liked a lot of the stuff it was doing, but I wasn't satisfied at all with the movie in the end.
3: And that and that took away from your enjoyment overall, you say?
1: The ending? You yeah cut out for a second.
3: For yeah. Or just the, um, yeah. Just the yeah, the lack like of it, satisfaction.
1: There's just certain elements to it where I'm trying to tie everything together and it's like I mean there's kind of the ending kind of plays in through the rest of it if you look back in ways you're like I could see this connecting here and here and here but at the same time it's like this is what we're going with okay
0: I mean I kind of agree with you but the more I've molded over I mean you just saw it a few hours ago I saw it like two weeks ago and I still think about it so I I I've come around. I I felt stronger and stronger about it since I've seen it, and I kind of get where it did sag a little bit for me. So I can see where you got a little, may have gotten a little bored, lost in the uh, the middle to back half of it. But um,
1: I will give this movie credit. Like I I, fe- I know I said it in another part, another movie we said, but I'm gonna say it again here. I feel like this was the first time ever in a movie that I like legit gasped at something and like threw my hands up to my mouth like what the hell did they just do oh yeah
3: a hundred percent like i loved how this film really got at like horror doesn't have to be necess- like the most horrific like thing you can think of doesn't necessarily have to be something that's supernatural or like within this like genre of horror that we know where there's like a monster or a slasher we're all or whatever. talking about
0: what we're thinking of talking about i would argue that there might have been supernatural bits at play but we can talk about that after Ben's opinion.
1: I mean I think it was just nuts.
0: It was
3: it was ridiculous. Yeah, I <laughs> I completely agree with you. Did anyone see that tweet that they put out about how there was um like people were tracking their like heart rate throughout yeah. the movie and like apparently like uh watching it was akin to like 16 hours of exercise or something like that something (laughs) stupid like that um i don't know if i completely agree with that but at that specific moment i agree with you lauren
0: Ben.
2: yep i'm here go i'm here no i know you're Uh... here
0: that that the repetitive ben was not for you it was for john
2: I One thing I will great,
1: say,
3: though, but... I think... I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding.
1: I like Go. to think of... When I watch this movie, I think of The Dark Knight. And how... Uh, that movie just had a great bio-marketing
2: campaign. Oh my god. I really enjoyed this movie i thought it was great i think it, it does remind me in a sense of the witch where it's it, it doesn't go into full tilt horror for most of the film it's usually just making you uncomfortable and uh, like you're uneasy throughout the whole movie at a minimum although although i did really enjoy it and i think it's great i think the hype it received may have hurt it uh slightly because i was expecting you know i mean i i Heard things saying it's, you know, the new exorcist for a new generation. I didn't expect it to be that haunting, but I did expect, you know, one of the best horror movies in years, which it, it wasn't. It was great. Um, but there's already another better horror movie out there this year for me, which was A Quiet Place. Um, it, cer- <laughs> it certainly isn't as good as The Witch was. Um,
1: um, I'd I uh, put this over The know. Witch for me. <laughs> But I also did not like the Waste. Though. I would
2: also put it, uh I mean, again, what was A 24s Horror last year? Was um It Comes at Night, which I yeah. just I did not care for that movie. Yeah. You guys um,
3: argued about it not being a horror film though.
2: Uh I don't think it is.
3: Zach, you were you were in the same camp, right? You didn't no, think it was is, a horror It's film. definitely a horror movie.
2: <laughs> Overall, um, I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, I think if you go in expecting what you see in the trailers and what you've read, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be different than you're expecting. It, um, but I absolutely, you know, uh, support this movie. I say go see it. Uh, it's really worth a watch. And and like Zach said, I think it, it could get better on a second viewing. Um,
0: before we go to spoilers, yeah, I'll I'll reiterate that point that i think we mentioned it last week um the movie is it is it's not a wall-to-wall horror film as you would normally expect from the genre but i think it's bona fides are pretty darn good when it gets to it um so with that let's get into spoilers for hereditary
1: so spoilers
0: sure Spoilers!
1: Spoilers! Spoilers! Spoilers!
0: So, was that scene you were referencing earlier when our poor friend gets her decapitated? Oh
2: my yeah. god! That yeah, I actually covered my mouth. I was like, <gasps> when that I happened in
3: the theater, I couldn't handle it.
1: I yeah, was I like... assumed she was going to die from like Epaletic not being able shock. to breathe in the back yeah. or something. I, like, I didn't think she was going to get decapitated. <laughs>
0: but all of that was set up by the cult though i'm wondering if so here
1: was it like was it like yes she hit her head
0: on she hit her head on the pole that had the marking of the cult on it and they put the they knew where she was but
1: maybe they marked it after she got decapitated no it's no they
0: drive past it on the way to the party i'm pretty sure
1: but you can't i don't remember seeing it before. i don't remember that part either it's it's on there it was definitely later in the film when you see the mark mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm.
0: then and then the animal is they i think you could totally buy into the cult put the animal in the middle of the road you could even if you, i don't think there's i i did not pick up any evidence but i think you could argue they even helped sabotage her at the party in some capacity
1: I am not buying this at the all. The <laughs> whole
0: goal of the cult was to kill Charlie.
1: Yeah, you know, there's simpler ways to do that.
0: <laughs> I know, but they they needed it to look like they didn't just want to flat out murder her, which seems weird with their tactics they took at the end. But I, the, 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 um,
1: first of all, Charlie isn't a her; she's the reincarnation of some weird devil hell person. Paimon?
0: What's his name? Pa- I don't yeah, know. Paimon,
1: one of the words on the walls. Were really
0: one of the things that I think a rewatch will be be helpful for this movie is so one thing I picked up on was when he's before they go to the party. There's a shot that's out in the the treehouse, and you can see someone's breath in the treehouse is watching.
1: Yeah, you hear him too. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, the cult is like ever present in this house, and and it's very much from the get go. And I I really feel like okay, so the amount from, of manipulation article, they have
2: from an article I just saw. The film leads you to believe that Charlie's death may have been more than fate, more fate than freak accident. For starters, the camera pans to the telephone pole when Peter and Charlie are on their way to the party. On it, there's a carving of the same. King Paimon's sigil that becomes very important later on.
1: Uh, that makes me dislike the movie more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so why does that upset you? That there's
1: because it's just too much. Like, I don't, I don't know. It just seems like that's way too much for anyone to orchestrate.
0: I, I kind of appreciate like, it more. You
1: gives you are somehow able to mess with a cake that someone's making at a random party that they somehow know about. And set up this whole death on the highway before phone the party. He was,
0: he was talking about the party.
1: Still, that's. No, no one can do that. <laughs>
3: yeah, I don't know. It seemed kind of weird. I haven't. Now, then again, I was a nerd, so I didn't go to many parties in high school, but the fact that someone was just.
1: I didn't. No one had cakes at their parties. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> it was just a weird scene where it was just like, oh, everyone's drinking and kind of like socializing or whatever. And then there's people in the kitchen making a cake. Like, unless it's a quote-unquote special cake. I don't know why they're making a cake.
1: What was the girl cutting up in the when they She's first started the party? chopping up parties? some nuts.
2: Okay, yeah, I wasn't waffles.
1: sure. I was like, is she cutting up, like, mushrooms or something? How crazy is this party about to get? <laughs>
3: well, now, I, I guess, now that I think about it, there, the idea that's been set up I guess makes a little bit more sense. You, you go all the way back to the funeral for the grandmother, and Charlie looks at, uh, some at creepy her, dude. At her neck, yeah, sees the necklace and looks up, and there's some random guy there who's, yeah, like... Just I'm pretty sure we see
0: like that you. guy's junk later. Um, yeah,
1: we see everyone's
0: junk. <laughs> um, all of, I mean, oh, the, the naked people in the house really creep me up. I'm not going to lie.
1: Well, yeah, it should. It's <laughs> a bunch of naked people in your house. Yeah. Smiling um. at you. It's like, yeah, which was creepier, the naked people or uh, Tony Colette on the ceiling. How did you? What that was? What was wrong with her? Was well, she I, possessed just possessed randomly.
3: Yeah, that was that was. Here, probably hold on, one hold on. That's two moments.
0: conversations I want to have. Hold on. First, I want to hear. No,
1: I'll I'll move on to Tony Colette. I don't need to talk about the naked people. <laughs>
0: no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I want to hear what Ben and John have to say about the the people plotting this all out. Where do you fall on that spectrum?
2: I think it's it, it is witchcraft. A lot of what happens is meant to. Like Charlie's death is twofold one, it releases the spirit of uh uh Paimon, and two it makes um what's the brother's name uh peter.
1: peter Peter yeah it peter. makes
2: peter it makes Peter more emotionally fragile, so it like it makes sense that the cult is kind of bending fate and the universe in a sense to 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 bring these events to happen, to Charlie to die um those nuts to be at the house the pole uh the animal on the road it's it's all i can buy that being like supernatural kind of thing
0: for the record i think i'm of the camp that paimon is not ever there but i do believe that they have magical powers that they're using what,
2: what about the miniature isn't there like a miniature in the end it was uh in it was in the house it was holding that something that looked like a spirit
1: that's another thing we can talk about. The miniatures don't pay off for me at all.
0: I don't know, they're effective, the the, the creepy ones with I the thing. I mean, mom they're cool the, to look at every once in a while, but out. like
1: I I expected there to be some re- huge reveal at the end that was gonna be like they've all been in a recreation this whole time. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> ever- <laughs> well, I'm serious though, just watching the movie in the beginning, it looked like that was the glaring, like obvious end to this thing. Just how much they focused on it and then it was like, No, we're gonna go demons and
3: Well and I and think this. so One of the things that I liked about the ending Is when it had that shot of It put the treehouse almost in a a Miniature like viewer Perspective was it kind of gave the sense Of Throughout when you're watching uh, Tony Cola's character create her Miniatures and create her little Scenes um, She's doing it with like a lot of intention And she's doing it with such thorough planning out and detail, and it's this idea that like she's controlling this whole little world or whatever.
1: Okay, so symbolically, it makes and, sense.
3: Yeah, and so through the eyes of this family, or in reality, what's happening to this family is they've been being controlled from behind the scenes by this cult, by that was that their grandmother was in or whatever. And so I I liked that kind of thematic. Uh, ending because we have no idea of that the entire time. And neither does the family until uh, Tony Colette kind of gets a sense of it to- kind of towards the very end. And it just, it made for it to be more compelling because again, you're learning with the characters and you're truly in their shoes because you're just as confused as they are. That ending sequence with Peter, I was, I've never like emotionally like connected with someone or, uh, empathize with someone more, and like by that okay. meaning.
0: Empathize. That's gonna say. A cha- got a lot of witchcraft experience. No, to no, there.
3: like a character in a movie, in the sense of like. No, yeah, you feel. For I, I was you thinking right away, like, why are you taking that? Why are you going upstairs? Go out the door, like, like. All right. So, like, all of that was made possible by the confusion that we had been set up with the, throughout the entire movie. So I think it's Charlie is Peter at the end.
1: Yeah. oh, it yeah. is Charlie. But, cause, okay. because she, Cause you hear yeah. him click at one point.
0: I know, I know, yeah, but, Char- then they, but Charlie. But some people think that Paymon... Like, no, I don't think Charlie is Paymon.
1: I, I think they're wrong. Oh yeah, I'm. I don't fall either way on that. It's yet. weird yeah. because
3: like I, they they said that like maybe Charlie had entered her. Like I remember what you were saying, or maybe I was reading it somewhere. No, I think I was reading through what you were uh, what you posted on the website, Zach. Like maybe Charlie had entered. Her mom it had become malevolent. Um, I don't know if Yeah, something happened to the mom though,
0: in, to her but, but I don't I don't buy Charlie I guess that's the other rub that that helps the argument and to it being Paymon is that he's so evil. Like I, I don't see Charlie having a reason well, to be yeah. I'm just
1: saying, like, I don't think there was like some super evil demon mm-hmm. in her body at the end. But like the argument I felt for it was like maybe Charlie is the reincarnation and she just hasn't
2: become mm-hmm. that
1: being yet they mm-hmm. have to like push yeah, her towards
2: and, it and that's that's the thing it's like she couldn't do it in the 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 Petimon couldn't fully manifest in a, a female body he required a male host yeah so i, I love that criticism
0: of society and a bunch of white people thinking white men have to rule them um i thought that was pretty sharp um commentary there um also before i forget um the shot of headless tony collette floating and up into the the tree house is one of my favorite shots in a movie this so year
1: weird i was too um upset at that time because we they made showed the t- dog five minutes till the end of the movie or two <laughs> minutes till the end of the movie and the dog said <laughs> it's like seriously just let it run away or something guys <laughs> like why'd it have to be dead <laughs>
0: maybe it was taking a nap it, like,
1: decapitated
0: yeah all, it was just laying there we don't know why was the dead. grandma
1: decapitated why'd they wait
2: till the grandma was dead
0: yeah that's an interesting I question why <laughs> all right that
2: yeah I that's the, because it was i think again it was like something had to negatively impact peter and it was just this this landfall of earth. how about i don't know your
1: mom almost lighting you on fire <laughs>
0: That well that's what that's what makes this movie so great in the beginning is that the the, the terror is based around actual just mental illness and yeah and it can easily a, be read as it's that a and
1: typical thing for these horror films to play. It's, that's it's one of those
2: like hey kids your mom's crazy and then by the end it's like well she's still kind of crazy but shit's going down too so
1: That actually made me wonder, like, do you think this, when was the last time Payman was in someone's body, if ever? Like, when was the last time they tried to do this? Because they were talking about all the mental problems in this woman's family, and they talked about, like, a brother brother that had DID, so I was like,
3: no, Lauren, the grandma had DID, and the brother, they said, had schizophrenia because he said the- Mother yeah, but I think you could argue that in, you could in, argue that the brother they yeah. try to do it to the brother.
2: Well, that's, yeah. what, the, oh, that's no, what they hinted at because yeah. the brother, the brothers, like claim when he was you know labeled as crazy, it's was his his okay. brother was trying to put people inside of him. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Like, that's that, right. Yeah, so.
1: Who, was it her dad or the brother that killed themselves?
0: Both. How the, okay. di- how, uh, the dad I how the dad died.
1: I don't. They might not have actually mentioned the dad. I don't remember. No, they. They they did.
0: I
3: think. I think they did.
0: What did I watch recently where the dad starved himself to death? Was that this movie? That was was this. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, Um, yeah. So he killed himself too, technically. Um,
2: Maybe the same thing was happening to him, and he just didn't want to be a part
1: of it.
0: Well, that's why I think the witchcraft cult.
1: Maybe he was just hiding from everyone and starved to death. (laughs)
0: Um, The witchcraft cult having some sort of power and being able to control things. I totally buy into that in this movie. And actually, I think to compare this to another movie, The Babadook.
1: No, not another one. Well,
0: that movie (laughs) leans extremely heavily on the mental illness thing. But it sells it as it could totally be it the whole time. And then it cheats at the end, I think, and that frustrated me with that movie. Where I think this movie did a great job of having the mental illness stacked right alongside the the, the actual weird cult stuff, so that when they when they bring them together, you can buy that each of them influenced each other, or vice versa, and I, it, where the, it didn't uh, it didn't frustrate me in the way that the Babadook did.
1: Or there might not have ever been mental illness. Yeah,
0: back. Well, that's true too. But but that's what I'm saying. This movie can get away with it from the way it was structured in that the cultish stuff was always kind of there in the background. Where I, I I felt like I said the Babadook I felt like didn't didn't carry it in both hands as well that it was real or mental illness. I don't know.
1: Okay, so what do we think about that seance the woman for, the one woman had? Was that just a sh- like? A way to manipulate uh, Tony Platt's character yeah, into doing 100%. it.
0: Yeah. 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 Just to get her to do it. So then they yeah. could start the so, process. So like, did
1: she ever have a child or a grandchild? Yes,
0: I totally buy into her story and her power. Um, but then that's actually that scene when they do it at their house with Charlie. That is actually where I lean on. That is where I get my strongest argument for that. Charlie is like in is the spirit being passed around at the end of the movie. It, because she, her spirit is clearly there in the house when her mom screams well,
1: Pete, yeah peter sees her
0: yeah that too oh and, i mean
2: that does i mean it could be paimon just taking that shape it could be anything taking that shape just to well mess
0: with i it. i don't know i think that's the movie's what i was, more that's interesting I was
1: it's
0: and,
2: not really charlie anymore
0: you know yeah i i i, I mean i totally it's a valid interpretation. Let's just then.
1: assume whenever you welcome spirits into your house, it's never going to turn out. <laughs> well, well,
3: one thing I would like to track is the, <laughs> the, um, the, that ring of lights or whatever that we would constantly see. Cause it seemed like that. Mm-hmm.
1: And we, yeah, that weird, like, bubble yeah. And, and we finally figured
3: out at the end. It was like a spirit. Um, cause that was, we saw it at the very end when it was Charlie entering Peter. So I'd like to go back and track like, okay. So like, We're paying when on. do we see that? And when,
1: the first time we see it, I think, is when Charlie, like, goes outside without her shoes on and, like, mm. sees someone who looks like the back of her grandma in, like, a ring of fire or something. Yeah.
3: And then there's there's a time Peter's it
1: happens at it the, happens the school. At school. Um, it happens in the school two times, I think. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. So like, I... But does it happen when the cult is around, though, too?
1: Well, we don't know when the cults are Well, around. they yell at him the one time.
0: They yell at him the one time in, when he's at eating lunch or we something.
1: We don't see it when he's eating lunch. We yeah. s- but it, I think it might have been one of those days yeah. that we saw it. So, like, yeah, that was confusing me at first. But, yeah, I guess it was just remember when um, Charlie sees someone across the street. That would have been one of the cultists. Man, for the longest time, I just had this narrative going in my head. It's like, oh, she got decapitated because she took the head of the bird and it's seeking vengeance. It's the (laughs) bird spirit coming to get her.
0: (laughs) It's not her fault that dumb bird ran into the window.
1: But it is her fault she took it as a trophy. That was another thing I thought might come into play. Just like her, the little creation she was making, it felt very Frankenstein-y slash Toy well, Story. They did put her head <laughs>
0: on the top of a fake statue to end the movie.
1: That's true. And it was doing the hand gesture that uh, Peter did in the classroom. Uh, was the... it? Yeah, yeah I, did well, not, I,
0: was... I did not notice that. I was too busy looking at the headless creature. I think it was the wrong alive. hand, but
1: it was like bent awkwardly like his was.
0: Just some terrifying imagery in the end of this movie. <laughs> Can We put that out there. Yeah. Though I thought, I thought it was, I was like, I thought it was how I thought the shot of Tony Collette when he, when he, when she's in the corner. And he's,
2: like, waking up.
0: Yeah. Oh, that, that well, but so I didn't think that was so as scary. scary. That didn't scare oh. me. I just thought that was cool. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> we're about to get crazy. No, here. I was,
3: I was <laughs> freaked oh, dude, out. that
0: because freaked
2: me the hell
3: because out. Because it was so <laughs> real. Like, there was no visual. Or not not a visual. There was no audio cue or anything like that. So, it, mm-hmm. again.
1: Oh, where you see her run in the background? Is that what yeah, you you're Yeah. Like when,
3: when she's crawling the corner corner the, the wall. wall. So,
2: it's literally. When she's just, like, when she's just in the background, like, in the corner, like. Which scene? When Peter's first waking up. He
1: wakes up numerous times, guys. The
0: same scene before she runs off. She's
3: just
1: floating in the so car. So like at the very end yeah. of the movie, the last yes. time he yes, wakes yes, up. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Um
3: cuz that's like again if in a situation like that, if it were to be in real life, like if you were to wake up and be in his shoes, like yeah, it would be completely quiet and you would not notice that kind of thing. And so I don't know. Yeah, it was Sorry. Go yeah, ahead.
0: it was freaky but if it's Paymon, why not just take him out then why not i, I that's what i'm saying that's where like, another <laughs> maybe he wasn't hair.
2: maybe he wasn't fragile enough yet he wasn't scared enough like he was freaking out but it wasn't like
0: so what freaked him type. out the most his mom you know i don't think himself? he was
1: scared enough yet because he wasn't even closing his door at night like lock your door peter <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't think locks really mattered in this house. I mean, they... they yeah, but,
1: like, <laughs> seriously, though, you would do that if you were scared. You would not sleep with the door open.
3: <laughs> he had a lot on his mind. <laughs> that, that that other scene, too, where he uh, he's he finally does make it to the attic, and he's crying, and he's calling her, like, mommy and that kind of thing. Like, it, it kind of actually took me back to... Uh, when we watched,
1: when you got stuck in exactly, yeah.
3: Um, <laughs> when we were watching Saving Private Saving Ryan, Private yeah, Ryan. and A Thin Red yep. Line, and th- they were all just calling for their mom. You like, you saw them break down to become super vulnerable. And one of the things that was really effective about this scene is you saw the breakdown of Peter and like really, like desperately cry for his mother. And then at the very, and then it switched to the scene of uh, his mother being possessed or whatever on the roof, banging her head on the attic door like that that was terrifying and what hopeless
0: as
1: what was she doing to her neck
3: she
0: cut her head off with a the whole piano, piano wire, wire i'm assuming yeah <laughs>
1: okay a piano like i couldn't tell what she was holding <laughs> it just looked like weird the look plastic on that was Tony Collette's the face in that scene
0: light. like they should use that as your oscar reel like her See, just decapitating it, herself
1: it haunted me so much because <laughs> like that's what you do yeah. with a string in your hoodie oh. if you play <laughs> with it that way <laughs> like, oh no
2: yeah that shit will fuck you up like that really freaked mm-hmm. me out
1: yeah it was so creepy because then like when peter's on the ground or whatever you hear her head hit the floor mm-hmm. but still why was the grandma decapitated
0: <laughs> i don't know because headlessness
2: um, was a big thing apparently
0: yeah that seems like a weird, like I don't know. What did Tony Collette's face look like when she was chopping her head off? I could have swore she was half smiling. No, but she was like, she I was looking like, like it, s- looked way it more was blank. like super yeah. intense. Like she was staring yeah. intently at Peter. Well, I think if yeah. she's if she's smiling, it goes against my Charlie argument. I think.
1: I don't think she was smiling. I mean, to me, it, it looked like she was.
2: She was like not like she wasn't. Like she was there. She was watching essentially her own body cut her head off Hmm. it was like this horror anger kind of
0: confusion that's that's the one little cheat that we don't figure out what happens to tony collette between the dad who shout out to gabriel byrne who i think is great as this guy stuck in the middle of all this shit breaking down behind him as he tries to like be the middleman, the tough you know and it just and then yeah. Nope, nope. Yeah,
1: I think Tony Collette's character is the thing that is, like... It's the thing I have the most trouble with, I think. Just, like, what was going... I don't understand where she fits into it. Like, they made it kind of seem like maybe she got possessed during their little seance thing. And then it just carried on. But it was... it, it Like, who's possessing
3: during, her? Well, during the mm-hmm. seance, it was... It was Charlie because at one point she says, yeah. "You're supposed Mama. to believe
1: that, but when you open up the portal thing, you let anything out guys."
3: <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, our uh, resident super. Have you
1: not watched You have not watched enough horror films, John. Let me tell you how they go. Fair enough.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's stuff the
0: the the domestic drama of just like dealing with the the horror of losing a kid is extremely well done, I think in the middle of this movie. I think it does go on a beat or two too long. Um, but, uh, yeah, that stuff really, really worked for me. And anytime you put Peter and Tony Collette's Annie, Annie is her name, right? Annie, yeah, it's Annie, yeah. Tony Collette, yeah. Anytime they're in the same room again, in his bedroom spe- specifically, it's a She's
1: it's a great to pull scene. his head off.
0: <laughs> oh, I know
3: that is Wait, terrifying. Okay, hold on. Is that what was really happening? Because I couldn't tell, like. Yeah, I'm not sure if that was actually her. I'm not
2: sure if that was
1: actually her. Well, someone was trying to pull his. Yeah,
2: somebody was for sure.
1: I'm assuming it was her though. Well, like we
3: said though, there were if we're assuming there were cult people all around and like, like we said when we first saw him like smoking through his window and then we saw that other smoke cloud. Like um
1: I think it was just like a breath, because yeah. it was cold yeah, out.
3: Yeah, or a breath. Yeah, whatever. Um someone could have easily like just hung out by the window and then like reached through and like tried to take it because like
1: yeah, don't leave that much space between or behind your bed.
3: Because when he <laughs> woke up though, like she was on the other side. Like it just it it logically did not make sense to me that like
1: well, a lot well, of this doesn't enough. make sense fair logically.
3: <laughs> and she seemed she seemed like in in the sense like genuine enough where there wasn't anything to startle her out of like a sleepwalk or something like that, right? Like.
1: Do you think she was ever actually sleepwalking? Or has this been something that's been happening to her like her whole life? Yeah, something it could, else be, has it been could be a a great
3: point that you bring up, slowly yeah. Slowly
1: happening.
0: Was Paymon? in
3: Because like she could have honestly
1: tried to kill him before then it, what, when she was lit it up.
0: What about that idea? Was Paymon actually in her this whole time and they thought it was Charlie? And so Maybe. This,
1: hmm. I don't know. It's possible. Did
0: anybody have any feelings on Charlie being you know mentally handicapped and like it didn't they didn't really do anything with that but it seemed like a weird choice to have her be there. was that was that
3: even implied i didn't get that at all i
0: mean she was in a classroom with all she was in a special
2: class but i think that was more like you know she she? looked different so they just put her with i think it was like she looked different so Uh, they're gonna put her with the
3: different i didn't even pick up on that
2: she yeah. definitely had yeah some, like, i got
1: confused stuff. when they showed the class because it looked like a l- wide range of like ages and people mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and there i mean there's definitely a couple kids with like down syndrome and like there her that class where the the bird crashes in the window it's it's i think it clearly defined she was in like the special education program and i i, I mean i guess i'm happy that they didn't like do anything with it though are they kind of implying like is like, I guess John didn't even pick up on it, but like the, the...
1: I was surprised when they said she was 13.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, are, are these kids inherently creepy? I don't know. It, that was the only kind of one reservation that I had. I don't uh... think it abuses um, that, but it, it, um, it just, it did cross my mind during the movie. I was like, this is an interesting angle you're taking with this person to, I mean, she could have been an introverted girl without having to be in the special day class
3: well and um, she she seemed cogent and she seemed like very oh coherent, yeah she like... very
0: she seemed smart and with it and you know uh
2: well i mean it is a uh, spectrum guys. yeah <laughs> but, but that's what i'm saying it was like she she didn't really belong there it's just she looked odd so they put her with the odd kids you know so it wasn't like she was actually handicapped I like that's how i saw it. she was she was strange. You don't put
0: people in a special day class just because they look weird.
1: I mean, they might have assumed just because she wasn't a super social, she was very yeah. turned inward. So they yeah. might have just made assumptions yeah. or yeah. something. Yeah.
2: And it's also like, when you say people don't put them in, put, wouldn't do that, but it's also like, well, people wouldn't have a satanic cult where they summon <laughs> some sort of demon to possess people and cut their heads off. So, I mean, you know, that, that realm of believability. Yeah. This movie's got some really fucked up stuff in it. That That's something I would buy.
1: I want to know more about her relationship with the grandma. Like, how that went. Yeah. I want to see them in a room together. Because at one point she asked, like...
0: How was she able to breastfeed her?
1: The grandma? Yeah, yeah that was my yeah. thing. Like, I that got super confused at work? first. And then I was like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, but it's just like, at one point she asked, like, Tony Collette, who would protect her when she dies. Mm-hmm. So I was like, so how much was she aware of stuff going on
0: i mean she definitely adopted a lot of their things like the 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 building the you know chopping the head off the thing and but i don't think she was necessarily conscious of what she was doing obviously but well
1: i mean that's one of the arguments that the one guy was always inside her yeah (laughs) because
3: he can he he was has some
0: quirky
1: habits
3: She, uh, that I, that actress was incredible. Uh, I uh, Millie Shapiro, fantastic job. She's going to be... As, well, she's already a superstar. Apparently she originated the role of Matilda on Broadway.
0: Yeah, apparently.
1: Mm-hmm. Impressive. Oh, cool. Yeah, I guess...
3: I guess she can sing.
1: This is her only film role. She apparently so loves far. horror
0: films, though, I read. So she probably wants to be in more. So
1: that's a good genre to start in for her, then.
0: Um, <laughs> let's also give um, Ari Aster, the director, a shout-out for such assured um yeah for a
2: first, time. first
1: yeah.
3: time yeah super impressive i was listening to a podcast with him today
1: except actually. the dog thing uh,
3: yeah except the dog thing <laughs> shame uh, on you aster i
0: mean i mean no i mean it is a giant ass cliche to kill the dog in a horror movie at this point like move on guys he did it as tastefully as i've seen done in a while though at least he has nine scripts at least written that he in the last Ooh. seven or eight years between before he got to make this so he's already like in pre-production on his next movie with A24. But um, I'm very excited that this guy has a bunch of movies. He's already basically... Obviously, you'll have to touch him up and stuff. But I think this guy might be pretty prolific over the next few years. And um, if this movie is anything, I'm really looking forward to his next few movies. Though he says his next one is his, his only other kind of horror film and he does not plan on making more after those two uh, which I found interesting
2: which was that
0: no this one what and his it? next one and well, then what, he's what like, is the next one does, it, it's, have, I don't know it's he hasn't given 20, any details I, yet I think the details is uh, some woman uh, agrees to go with her boyfriend on a road trip and shit goes down <laughs> that's the premise of the movie so
1: so the
2: hatred. I was about to say <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've seen this movie before a couple of times.
1: Another horror trope, John. Don't pick up hitchhikers.
3: Hey, I've at least... What if
1: they're really friendly?
3: ...read through the Wikipedia articles <laughs> for the original Hitcher and the remake.
1: I haven't seen the original, but i seen the remake. Who was
3: the Hitcher in the remake?
2: Oh, I can't think of his name. Di- wasn't it a different, like...
3: Sean Bean. Oh, I'm thinking...
1: Yeah. gotcha, that's right, was... yeah. Oh my god, yeah, it is him, of course. He looks so different with that haircut. the girl.
2: original one... Oh, I was thinking of a different movie. Holy shit, is this a good movie? Um, <laughs>
1: I enjoyed it the first time I saw it, but it probably is not a good movie. What is it? Damn it. I can't Who was remember. was it? Let's see a twenty eight Metacritic score.
3: The one in the original was uh, <laughs> the guy in the Dark Knight. Shoot, Christian something, feel... <laughs> r- something. I like Rusher the people Hauer in it. Sophia like Bush
1: and Zachary Knight.
3: Sophia Bush isn't in a hasn't been in a lot lately.
1: Well, she's in a she was in a TV show for a while One of the Chicago shows. Oh,
3: was she really in one of the Chicago shows? Oh yep. man. Chicago Skydiver, it's really
0: good. <laughs> in
1: One Tree Hill, went on for about. Yeah, this years. is
3: true.
0: <laughs> I think we're done with Hereditary.
1: And oh, she's in yeah, she's, A good
0: segue. Is she in Violet? Is she Violet? Or is she a new superhero? New superhero. I think
1: she's new. Oh, she, she could just be in a someone character. Doesn't have to be a superhero. Uh, with a name like Void, you're a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So that's going to do it for hereditary. I think every. I think Lauren would even say go give it a try, even though she wasn't the biggest fan. I mean,
1: it's gotten good ratings from everyone else, so (laughs) I'm just clearly missing it. (laughs) Cinema
2: score, not so much there. What did they give it? Like a D
1: plus, I think.
0: Yeah, people are stupid. I feel
1: like I'm (laughs) like at a two point five out of five.
0: So average. So
1: like, yeah.
0: But I think. Us other three are all very much go give it a shot. Um,
3: And then, like, immediately go out for ice cream afterwards or something. And, like.
0: (laughs) Next week, we are going to review The Incredibles 2. Woo! Um, My favorite Pixar movie is the original, so I'm. Are you serious? Brad Bird's latest.
1: What what do you mean, are you serious? It's It's a great great. movie, but, like,
3: Coco has surpassed, like, everything. Oh my gosh!
1: I feel like Finding Nemo and The Incredibles are my top. Oh two. my
3: gosh! Okay. I
1: would
2: put I would put Incredibles right behind uh, Inside Out.
3: Oh, Inside Inside oh, Out. Only
2: really
0: awesome. really one good. proper rating of the Pixar movies, and it's by me. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I would put Coco and like Inside Out are like in like there's like almost nothing you can like assail from them.
1: I mean, Pixar is very much like Marvel.
0: Yeah, they're, they're. I think they're they're a little better than Marvel. They got more A pluses than Marvel. I don't know. I, I take. Mean, I feel lot,
1: like I yeah. I did take a lot of negative put their way for Cars. I just did not get behind that one.
0: <laughs> I think all three Cars movies. Are and good. I think
1: like
2: um, I think the Good Dinosaur is really underrated. I enjoyed. that. I haven't
1: seen I
0: that one. The Good Everyone Dinosaur it was super is sad easily my least it. favorite. Pixar it one.
1: was the bad dinosaur. Like, for I'm that. hoping they make a
2: sequel that's called like The Better Dinosaur or something. That would the be better. The Better Dinosaur. The dinosaur, dinosaur. Yes. I'll give it that.
0: <laughs> um, but Incredibles 2, we'll be doing that next week and I guess discussing some more Pixar rankings. Maybe we can throw that in there too. Rank your Pixar movies next week. So go rewatch the original, go see the new one and then come back and listen to the podcast
1: and also watch jack jack attack
0: jack jack attack yeah. Yeah. though i feel like we're gonna get like a quick summation of that whole plot it's a very yeah, good short still, film but yeah
1: yeah it's a great short
0: um so yeah until then um go to middle dot com you can see what we've been writing see the latest podcast posts And you can find me and my thinkings at Zach Goldenberg wherever you can find it.
2: Uh, I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on Twitter at at The Grigsby Bear. You can find me on Facebook under Ben Grigsby uh, where you can also find all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row.
3: I'm Jonathan Rahul. You can follow me on Twitter at another Rahul J. Also, follow us on Twitter for updates when we post uh, written content on our website or when we post podcast episodes. And that's...
1: Decent number of posts recently. Yeah,
3: I, I've been sitting on one or two things that...
1: Oh yeah, two from you. Yeah. <laughs> Good job.
3: <laughs> I definitely need to go uh, get out there. Um, yeah, and that Twitter account is at row hashtag know the...
1: And I'm Lauren Heimbaut. You can find me on Twitter at Beware of Trees. And you can find us on Tumblr, which I need to update. Oops, guys. Um, We are at middleofroad.tumblr.com.
0: Thanks for listening. Go watch some Incredibles. And remember, the best seats are in the middle of the road.